All right, we're back. Volume three of Wasted Space of our third uh, book club episode. Uh, this is Wasted Space. We've been doing the first two volumes. This is volume three now. So if you haven't been keeping up with this and you still want to read volume three, I implore you, pick up those volumes, guys. They're pretty great. Volume three is uh, not out, though. You have to buy the individual issues. Right. Volume three is not out right now. It is out in October. Uh, this book is written by Michael Morecci. Uh, with art by Hayden Sherman. And I really like the thing on the back because I just picked up the volume, the physical volumes myself uh, after reading the, the single issues. Um, the volumes at the end say, um, Michael Morecci and Hayden Sherman have thrown Philip K. Dick in a blender with Preacher. I love it. That's, yeah, yeah 100%. Science fiction Preacher makes sense. Yeah, so uh, the beginning, uh, before we get into the arc of what volume three is, we want to touch on the uh, special holiday special. Uh, but before we get into that, who are you? Who is he? Oh, man. And who am I? Man, it's so much easier when I have a template in front of me. I should make one for this show. Um, (laughs) I am Brandon T. McClure. Uh, Normally, I have a a paper in front of me telling me what to do when when we record. Uh, With me, as always, is Ben Magnet. My scruffy Uh, scruffy goatee. Sparks Witty. Hey, hey. And Ryan Eliopoulos. Let's get wasted. Um, yeah, so as I said before, uh, we were going to be touching on the ho- holiday special of Wasted Space. This is kind of a Christmas special. Not kind of, it is a Christmas special. It's very quick, a couple of pages. Uh, so what do we think about this before we get into the volume? It's 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 just a cute little five-page Christmas story. You got a mm-hmm. spooky skeleton Santa Claus working for the Space, I want to know more about space Salvation Army. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know he's up to no good. Um, it's just a cute little, I'm glad it was free too. So like you can get this anywhere for free, like Amazon or Comicology or whatever. Um, it's just a cute little, like, Hey, here's your characters dressed up as Santa stuff. And I'm like, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. I, the, the show, the, the, the issue kind of leads us to believe that both Billy and dust are buying presents for each other. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. The switch. Yeah. Yeah. But Billy is not Billy is in fact buying the same game that dust has been searching for. Yeah. Cause he's, he's not, he's not the best. <laughs> <laughs> Immoral combat is the game. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Wow. So, so Billy, uh, he sells Dust's controller to buy him a game, but you need the controller to play the game, and Billy doesn't know that. So Billy has his own controller playing the game. He's like, "You, Billy, you sold my controller? Yeah, but I sold it for you so you can play this game." Billy, I can't play the game, Billy. <laughs> and it's like, "Here's my controller," and it's like, and, "Oh, okay, it's cute, whatever." And Dust almost, almost. I think he did sell his his diamond teeth. It's not, it's not clear. Yeah. Because we don't see him come back with a copy of Immortal Combat. Yeah. And it's left up in the air. Yeah. Uh, I think I think what's far more on the line of that is that he realizes that Billy wasn't buying him yes. the chain to put the teeth on, which is what he thought he was gonna get from him. He was instead getting him immoral combat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that when we first see Billy, uh the person the person he says to the person behind the counter is like, You don't want me to put what and where? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's such a uh, weird book. Yeah, uh, and it ends with just a cute little picture of them, like Molly's dressed up as Santa, and yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, Dust has a Christmas box next to his naked body, next to his, you know, covered as blank. I'm like, yeah, this is a cute little thing. This yeah. Is- yeah. At, at first, at first, when uh, when Billy was going to get Immortal Combat, it's like, hey, I had sold. I mean, yeah, it was it was an effort the way to like sell the controller so he to get the game and he can't play it. It kind of reminded me of, um, oh God, there's like that Disney Christmas movie where Mickey and me are trying to find that one present for each other, but they sell the thing that it, it's like this, like they got a present to compliment the thing that they got that they sold. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a tale of time. Yeah. 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 I think that's what the book is trying to lead you to believe that that is what happened. That's, that's what's mm-hmm. happening. But, but it's not. But it's because it's Billy. It's not going to work out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, our lovable, a lovable selfish idiot. My favorite part is Skeleton Santa. I want more Skeleton Santa really badly. Yeah. <laughs> He's being buried. Please, He's like, they won't find me till spring. <laughs> and again, this world is so interesting because without specific things, like you wouldn't know that this takes place like in our regular, in our regular universe, right? Because it, it mentions Earth at the very end and like there's various things that are, that are like 21st century earthly. But then here you just have straight up Santa Claus. And I'm like, how did this world evolve to the way to the way it is where we have our you know our emperor and our creator, but we still got Santa Claus yeah. around the galaxy? Like it's it's just a fun little thing. Yeah, I'm glad again. I'm glad this was free that they didn't charge anything. It's just like, did you see that the the Salvation Army sign for him is "Ass for the world"? Ass for the oh, world. No. <laughs> oh no, no. <laughs> the ass is at it again. It's a cute little story. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, then we go into volume three. Uh, and what we thought was the final volume of this book, and yeah. I'm happy to say it's not. Yeah, so I think, like we talked about it before, with, with the all collectively while reading this, we get closer to the end. We're going, oh, this is an ending. Uh-oh. So when we get yeah. to the final issue, expecting a finale, it's to be continued. And I think we're all just like, yes. Yeah. We're going to read more of this book. Because again, guys, guess what? This book's still good. Uh, this volume really cements like the really heavy character stuff, like especially with Billy and, and uh, Fury that I really like. Every every volume like hypes it up, and um, like the stuff between Molly and and Billy is so good. Uh, the stuff with uh, Legion, we find out Legion's thing. Um, the creator's not really involved very much in this volume, which is which is cool. He shows um, up twice in the whole yeah, volume. Yeah, like uh, at the, like at the very end and stuff. Um, but again, yeah, this volume um, again expecting it to be the end. And it just continuing to be a fun space adventure was like was really cool, because like yeah, I, I thought the, the end, and it's just like oh they're still just doing uh, this wacky space shit. Yeah, I think the part where the creator does show up is a huge turning point for Molly, especially because oh, yeah, the first like, time he shows up. Yeah, yeah, the first time, like the first, because like you said, he shows up twice. He shows up the, in the middle of the book, or kind of sort of in the beginning, and at the very end when they go into the um the, the slip. So yeah. when they show up and they go into the slip, the creator shows up and he uses Molly's power against her. And she sees this entire multiverse, but it all ends the same, of her helping Billy. Maybe the, the coolest page in this in this volume. Yeah. Uh, for sure. uh, it is it is a it is a spiraling like from her mind, every multiversal Molly. And it's even called like the multiverses Molly or of Molly or the whatever. Multiversal Molly. And it's just like, like a couple dozen just multiversal Molly. Yeah, can you try to show that to the screen if you try. can? It's super. It's just super dope, and it's yeah, so, it's so beautiful and detailed. Um, but it just goes to show that Molly is a good person in every multiverse, which yeah. is awesome. She's always going to help Billy because that's what she would do uh, as just a core of her, of her person. And the slip we meet these kind of superheroes. <sighs> Hell yeah! This universe, like, the universe of superheroes. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like I would like I would say these guys are the guardians of the galaxy, but also they're like the guardians of the galaxy. Yeah, they're actually Not, heroes. So it's 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 a it's a ghost in a robot body. Who is ma- who has magic and uh, and, Doctor, and science? Strange, or uh, sorry, Doctor Doom, basically. Uh, yeah, I got a couple quotes that I'll find, but yeah. Um, a there's a there's, there's Sy- Sy- Sypha, right? Sila? Syra, Sila, Syra, 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 who is immortal as far mm-hmm. as she knows. She's like an Amazon in a way. Yeah, yeah. And well, I, I like her backstory because it's just she did she was in prison she doesn't know why she was in prison and then the prison crumbled because of just old age and abandonment and that's how she got out yeah yeah um and then there's kind of a caveman guy who beat up their god yeah. and stole his uh, stole his axe killed the god and, yeah and his and his uh billy calls him a god and he's like excuse me sir i am not a god i am a god killer thank you 
yeah. yeah. And, Bill, and, and then, Billy's like, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that is. I've, I was so scared throughout this because the way this book is, the way this book, um, it kind of like pounds it, pounds you over the head with everyone is out for themselves. Everyone's going to do something bad somehow. There's someone's going to get screwed over. Someone's going to say it's they're going to. I was scared that this group of characters were going to screw over Molly, Dust, and Rex. They were going to backstab him. They're going to kill him or do something horrible to him. But when that never happened, I was like, I was just the whole time. The whole time they're on the ship, like when um, Syrah takes Dust in to go uh, have sex with him one more time, I'm like, is this where the other shoe is going to drop? Yeah. Is this, where, so is, this where, is this where shit's going to go down? Or at the banquet, it's like, is this when they realize, oh, this is actually, re- they're really horrible people. Is this where it's going to happen? No, it doesn't happen. Maybe they are actual good people. But I know I, what... I think that's are. what Molly and Dust are also are also dealing with. Like, wait, is this what it's like to be with a good people? Yeah. Uh, so and, now, Rex, I, and Rex is very influenced, clearly, with the direction he goes in this, world, in this volume. Yeah, so yeah. now when I start reading issue 16, I'm going to be scared that they're still going to turn out to be assholes, and I don't want that. No, see, I, I felt that hesitancy at the beginning. It, until... Uh, they'd captured the warlock guy and then Syrah has the conversation with Molly on the balcony. And I'm like, okay, no, these are actually just going to be good guys. That's, yeah. that's, that's just what it's going to be. Um, that's yeah. kind of the point is that not everybody is shitty because they're not supporting Billy's ideology. Yeah. So um, Billy's thing is like, you know, the universe is aft and like nothing matters uh, at the beginning of the book. There's something great with Molly when she's in space where she's like, you know what? The universe isn't effed because I'm not effed. I'm not compromised. And as long as I'm not compromised, then the universe isn't compromised. And I yeah. think that's that is just straight up like the glass half empty, glass half full mentality that these two characters have different views on. Um, and Billy just like keeps going down. It's like nothing matters until his friends again got to bail him out. And Dust has to show him, yo, dude, I'm your friend. And Billy's like, I'm sorry, you're my friend. I'm like, don't say that, Billy. He's trying yeah. to help you. Um, um, I want to point out, I want to point out a bit also. So Molly and Dust and Rex, even though the book forgets about Rex a lot, which is really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. They leave to go with these superheroes um, and leave and leave uh, Billy on his own. But when they do this, there's a fun, there's a fun moment that I liked where Billy says to Molly, "I'm sorry, did we vote on this? Because I don't remember deciding to derail our plans for a bunch of strangers." And Molly returns, "Oh, I must have forgotten about the time we we all voted for you to nuke us, uh, to you for you to fire a nuke at us." And the ghost just goes, "Oh shit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a couple instances where where like uh, uh, this group of heroes like they don't want to be involved, so. Um, they're like, yeah, we should get moving. And like the uh, the orc, like tr- uh, god killer guy is like, this is really awkward. We need to go. And I'm like, they don't want to be a part of this either. They're actually just like, do- they're just doing their own comic issue. And they got involved with these weirdos. Yeah. Um, there's a great uh, quote from uh, Billy that's like, uh, we're just supposed to be okay with these guys hijacking our ship and like how they're like all super awesome, like supposedly. And then the Dr. Doom guy's like, excuse me, what do you mean supposedly? Are you saying I'm not qualified to be a master of science and dark arts? And I'm just like, oh, Bill's <laughs> challenge, that's so sweet. Mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of really fun moments in this um the the, the bits that i mentioned with rex are really great but there's a panel where rex shows up and he's all souped up now mm-hmm. yeah uh, thanks to the thanks to the ghost dude and he goes check it check it out try it and soup me up and everyone's just like, is scared it's like the hell rex what did you get me get here what yeah the entire time yeah, yeah. and then that, that happens, happens to awesome. billy later uh because like billy's obviously left on the ship and then he comes in and everyone forgets he's like Wait, did I become Rex? Yeah, Tyrant. Tyrant is the one who can't remember his name oh, and finds oh, him unimportant, yeah. doesn't remember meeting him oh, before. And he's Billy, like, oh Billy my god, Kane. am I getting Rexed? Am oh, I the new Rex? Yeah. Um, like you were on my you were on my ship. And I was like, I don't, I, I have no memory of this. 
Yeah, because yeah, that first moment of it was when Rex, when they all left and then Rex popped into Billy, like having a moment. And he's like, actually, I'm going to go to it. He's like, Jesus, Rex, I don't care. Yeah. I didn't even know you were here. <laughs> uh, so so um, Fury makes a comeback, looking even cooler than before, yeah. fully decked out, super cyborg. Um, and Gold. She Gold, like, yeah, like basically yeah, yeah. like half cyborg, Teresa. Um, and uh, she's talking to Billy like, Billy, what did you do to my dust bunny? Uh, not, not that I care. I don't care at all. Because uh, she clearly cares, but like she's again, like she just might be my favorite character in this because she has this whole monologue of the, like this, like the the nine rows, uh, like the the Alan Moore Watchman of just her talking about how like she's just such a bad person and like she just and and the thing about Dust is spoilers, Dust is not a a, a f bot. He is a kill bot. He's just so much better than everyone else, and she wants to aspire to be like him, and she's so mad that that she can't be like him, yeah, and it's that, like that's so real and it's so yeah. beautiful. Yeah, we and find like, out we find out that Dust genuinely just wants to be a better person. Yeah, that he works at it. Yeah, yeah. and they he don't. works and they don't. And and there's a, there's some really great imagery. Uh, again, only something you can do, really do like in comics or just like specific imagery in movies. When she's talk, when she's being really mean and brutal, um, you see her human her her cyborg side. But when she's being really sweet and and merciful, you don't see her cyborg side. Half of her face is covered just to show her humanity. And that's it a couple times in this book. And I thought that was super dope. It's super great. Uh, super great comic comic creative especially especially where she leaves where she leaves the where she leaves billy because billy and and she end up on this planet with these cultists essentially who just who want people to get better and and go off into the plane we find out it's an experiment um but she leaves like no i i'm gonna stay i'm not gonna let them kill me but i'm gonna do the work i'm gonna get better it's basically like extreme therapy but you might die at the end yeah yeah because the plants or like the the natural fauna on that planet have they kind of force you to open up about your feelings yeah. like there's uh, this there's this great line where the cultists do show up and they're like oh my god emotional honesty kill fury yeah <laughs> that was good uh they're going back to the multiple panels that you were talking about for fury uh on that one page um is she hits to the core of like both for her but also for billy what the problem is which is uh without a sense of, of purpose, without something being said, like, this is what you are, this is what you should do, they feel lost and it scares them, and Billy wants to pretend that that's not true. Yeah. Which yeah. is why uh, Billy doesn't ultimately shoot the guy that Fury's talking to and walks away. Yeah. Um, and it's, again, like, no, even in, like, like, the, like these cultists, therapy guys, like, they seem like bad guys. They also don't know really what's going on. Because, like, at the end, like, when he's fearing for his life, that cult guy's like, I just don't know what's going to happen next. I'm doing everything I can to learn about it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, that's the wrong way to do it. But, like, again, everyone's scared in this universe. And I'm like, oh, man, don't kill that guy. <laughs> I, get, I get it. Like, what, but don't what be do the th- bad guy. What do you think Legion said to him? Ooh, something like whatever. Ex- every, the same thing Nick Fury told Thor to make him unworthy. Yeah. <laughs> Like whatever, it was so personal to his core. It destroyed his foundation. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so interesting. Legion. Don't you want to know about mortality and morality? Yes, yes, yes. And then he says it. No, 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 no. no. Yeah. Kill. Yeah. And just, just squishes him. Just completely shatters his his viewpoint on the entire universe and squish. That's Legion's like go to. It's like a plot. Very well. I want to go all the way back to the beginning with Quillicon. Oh, because yes. they're like, uh, maybe we need to break it. He's like, it'll be easy. We just go in, we get out. Three months later. <laughs> Three months later. And I'm not gonna lie. When I read that, I, when I read that, I read it like SpongeBob. I, I was like, Three months later. Yeah. And then we meet Squee. Oh, poor Squee. Squee. Oh my we God. Need a uh, one shot about what happened on that planet with Squee. That, I, that I, I three months I, later. 
I love just being thrown into the end of a clear adventure because it's it's Squee and Squee getting killed and he cares so much about Squee. Billy's got tears then, in his eyes. And then uh, Dust shows up with a full beard and he's like, you're not going to do anything because I have the crystal. And What's the like, crystal? And he's a bunch of things like, all right, we are definitely at the end of this story. And when they and when they leave Quillicon as it's blowing up, it's just that whole thing, the entire thing start to finish that was really just messed up. That was all, yeah. <laughs> it was almost like a Rick and Morty like side. It was, it was yeah. exactly it was Rick and Morty. they get off the planet and then like, they're just ah! like crying and freaking out in the ship. They're like, yeah. that was not okay. Uh, that yeah, that no. whole moment is 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 my favorite thing of this entire volume because he's just he's just over squeezed like no we gotta finish this for squee yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's like we have to find out where Earth is I owe squee that I much. owe squee that much what happened and then afterwards uh, Dust has a Tom Selleck beard no I'm sorry it's not a Tom Selleck beard it's a Henry Cavill from Mission Impossible six beard it's it's a tom Selleck look i definitely thought tom Selleck before i thought henry cavill so did I. it's it's a tom Selleck look for sure he's got he's got the mustache but he's also got the stubble that henry cavill did in mission Impossible six sure tom Selleck did it with stubble too it's not i know but most of the time he was been like years ago. tom Selleck's been on for decades it's the tom i'm, I'm Selleck, just saying man. like i think tom Selleck's what they're going for uh maybe the second debate i got into about tom Selleck in the last month <laughs> what happened to tom Selleck? He's still doing blue bloods, as far as I know. Yes, he is. Um, Let's see if that show comes back. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I want to read this entire bit, but there's a there's a bit where um, oh yeah, Rex and it's re- where it's revealed uh, that Molly is unaffected by uh, the warlock's uh, orb Yubio. thing. Yubio. Oh, Yubio. Yubio. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh, but not. And he and so so she has this moment where like all my friends are in danger and I can't help them and and then uh, she, we get her. oh oh you're right that's that's Syrah that's Syrah um, and then Rex has the has the dad you're back zombie zombie dad and everyone's kind of everyone's kind of having this moment and then the the caveman does forgive me Tyran. the god Tyran um, he's just bees so many bees oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone's having such a personal moment of what we've seen them in the past and he's just bees yeah. <laughs> So, um, there's a great moment with Molly because uh, last last volume we had the implication that maybe they bang, right? Yeah. Uh, Molly and Billy, uh, they did it. Um, they did not, uh, and it turns out it wasn't because for any you know uh, any like like reason like he didn't want to do it with her or anything like it was a very in, in, internal like I I can't be happy. I'm not allowed to make myself happy. Uh, and this whole thing is like, I was protecting you, Molly. Uh, that wasn't the easiest thing for me to say, but it's the truth. I, was, uh, I wasn't protecting you, I was protecting me. Because like, I, I don't think I deserve happiness. And like, you clearly are like the best thing that ever happened to me. And I'm not, I don't deserve you, basically. And I'm like, Billy, that's so sad. You need that's, to- the re- that's the realization he has on the planet, where it's just like, I don't want to be happy. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's such a bummer, because he, yeah, he might have caused the universe to turn into like, really bad it's a really bad thing like he's uh, maybe a dark cause to it but that doesn't mean you can't you don't deserve happiness and that's that is his journey throughout this whole thing but he just keeps getting deeper and deeper into it i'm like oh i wonder if he will ever get out of it like really because like that dude's got some trauma man yeah, yeah. they all do but like that dude he 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 it's like he doesn't he even said himself like he doesn't like want to get fixed almost like he, he like he wants to like live with it and i'm like yeah. oh buddy and oh, yeah. that, that's kind of that's what i like about this it's such a pure moment because he like many people in real life, you know, they sabotage themselves purposefully. They know they're doing it. They just can't let themselves admit that they yeah. that they can have happiness. And and I think it's very real that he that he just keeps fighting against that idea that 
no, 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 no. I won't let myself be happy. I can't let myself be happy. If, yeah. if, if it's even possible, I don't want it to be possible. And to, I think that's the journey he's going on is to learn that now that he's kind of had to come to terms with the fact that that is what's, what he's doing, he has to now realize that he can eventually find happiness again. And I think yeah. that's the journey he's going on. He, yeah, this, this mission of his to kill the creator, like, uh, like he thinks that's his purpose, but like he still doesn't know anything about himself. I yeah. feel like. like really. Oh. Um, Legion, Legion was like, well, it's like, you guys, you guys kissed. Did you watch after that? Well, no, it would be indecent. Oh yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, it's too gross for me. No, no, no. I just assumed you guys did it. Right. Um, which we did too. Yeah. Uh, which is what I like about it is that it takes five whole issues before you find out that they didn't yeah. sleep mm -hmm. together. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You're, you're left to assume as well. Um, yeah, I, I really like that. Uh, what I like even more is uh, Molly, when they leave Billy alone, uh, she tells uh, Billy, this is a listening session for you. And uh, she basically lays out his whole, like, uh, she, she calls him out essentially at the core of it for his constant saying nothing else matters and putting everybody else down, but um, never being able to accept that anybody else's opinion could be even valid. Uh, to take into consideration, calling him out for spouting off his own ideology, which is like what we talked about in the last volume, that he's very against like everybody else trying to make anyone else think one way, but he's doing that exact yeah, thing. He's hypocrite. Yeah. 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 I really I like, like when Molly does that. I also just really like that this volume focuses so much on Molly because that's what we talked about in volume two. Yeah. Is that I was like, man, I need some more Molly action and yeah. this volume delivers. Yeah. I, I like I like how more how personal this volume is. This volume doesn't go too big with the crazy space stuff. It yeah. it stays very focused on character development and character. No, it's only got some kind of giant snake fire dragon. Hell yeah. Yeah, oh, it does. Cool. The devil. Not too big. <laughs> I mean, we've got the moment, but for the, yeah, the most of the of volume is just character work. Yeah. The Again, characters have to come to terms with, with a lot of things about themselves. Yeah, like going into this thinking as the last what, volume, uh, what it I, is. Was, I was happy. It was just, it was more, it was more emotional stuff, more like, like smaller fun stuff. What yeah. it is really is that there is a big space cosmic thing happening. It's just that it doesn't, that's secondary to the main characters. Yeah. They don't yeah. really care uh, not that they don't care, but like that's not what the priority is to them. The priority is what's going on with them personally. Yeah, which is the make of any great science fiction show or or uh, science fiction anything. Like you can have make a good sci-fi show once upon a time. Yeah, no, once upon a time is a fantasy show, not that show. <laughs> uh, I really like when we learn from Fury talking with the guy when Billy's sneaking up. We learn that um, both Dust and Fury they were made specifically to put an end to what's called the winter uprising. Mm. And then uh, after that, there was no more use for them. So they just like exist in this world and people know what they are, but nobody really wanted them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think is just an interesting thing to know about their history. And yeah. And again, with theory, like going from being this like uber violent, like, like sexual mercenary Tyrannosaur to like being like completely cool with like being on this planet it's like talking about our emotions just goes to show like man that's some that is a roller coaster of character growth and in, in evolution i'm just like i love it uh and again she's never looked cooler with that gold gold design so yeah. cool if they ever make some type of action figure is a one six scale thing like i want that so bad it's a cool cool ass design theory is cool yeah. yeah i think the art once again is very very good very expressive um i think the art is always a standout uh, this guy um Mike Sherman. I forgot his first name. Shit. Hayward. Hayward. Uh, Hayden Sherman. Yeah. He is top notch and I want to see more of his stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really, really like the moment with Syra and Molly on the balcony um, where she basically explains that like the life cycle of that planet is 15 years oh, and they yeah. basically do this Ooh. thing over and over again uh, with them generationally, especially because she's immortal. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, it doesn't, you know, like, I know I'm going to do that. I know I'm going to be back here and do the exact same actions again, but it's not really about that. It's about the living in between and how it makes me feel. It's not about the, the destination. It's the journey. Right. But yeah, it's yeah. also about how she feels about that and that she's proud of the work that she does in it, regardless of the fact that she knows the outcome is going to be the same again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like the X-Men. Yeah. It's a, it, that's a really good moment. Yeah. I also like that we learned that the guy who's running the planet for the afterlife spa uh, that he his whole motive is that he's afraid of death. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why he's been doing it this whole time. And then and then our then our boy Legion shows up and he has a nice combo big, with Billy. Like big bad boy. <laughs> I just really like how Legion stomps into into the story. He literally falls into the story. Yeah, yeah. Often like, I, I'm here now. No introduction. Yeah, I really like that. I think that's uh, a really cool cool thing. So yeah, he has that conversation with Billy. Oh yeah, yeah, Rex and Molly have a great moment. We talked about it a little bit with Rex going to hang out with superheroes. But like <laughs> Rex's whole thing is like last volume, like who am I? Like he doesn't know who he is, and like he he wants to be a good person, and he maybe he has finally found his inspiration with these super duper dope uh, mercenary heroes. Um, mm -hmm. and he's like, I got to give it a try, you know. I got to learn about myself. Well, and I also like that Molly says, I don't think it was fair of me to ask the question, "Who are you?" I think that you just need to feel good about who you are, and yeah. it doesn't really matter, you know the. That, that you know who you are yeah. in the moment. Um, and I like the the move for Rex to stay with that group. I think that's a good good call. Um, it'll be cool to see it, who among them show up again. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many more volumes they got left. No idea. I would, man, I'd guess, I mean, I can't guess, but like, I'd like to assume uh, more than just one more. I think I, I think so. we could probably get another two volumes out of this story. I hope so. I feel I feel that way. Yeah, I'll probably could get another two volumes. It doesn't yeah. with with how this volume ended with issue fifteen, and it's like the creator specifically says like, "Oh, just just wait for the things that I have in store for you." That doesn't seem like only five issues to me. Yeah. So I, it's I guess it just goes you know sales and stuff like we don't know how well it's doing. It was doing well enough to get picked up to be ongoing, so it has to be doing well enough. Um, yeah. So we can only hope. I guess we'll we can talk to him and see. If that, speaking of, uh, for the audience, guys, we talked about it last time on, on our second episode. Uh, we, we thought we, we hoped it would be cool to get him on. And yet we are going to have him on. Michael Morecci himself is going to come on the show for our next episode and talk about the first three volumes of Wasted Space and hopefully what comes next. So stay Heck tuned yeah. for that. That's coming up. Heck yeah, yeah. baby. Um, I really like that when Dust and Billy get back together, it's just this quiet panel of them around each other. And they just, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Dustin Billy is such a well done friendship in these books. Um, I really so, like it. I, I really like the concept of the slip too. Yeah, yeah, yeah like when they go through it. It's like and, a super duper black hole plus like collapsing stars. Like it's like it's like it's like the biggest like whatever. I don't even know. It's just everything. It's every science fiction trope put into one. Yeah. Yeah. And really it's like, like we, don't, we don't even understand the concept of this thing. It it's supposed to take them to Earth because that's where the rich guy Cutter, uh, he would his ship would go through the slip to apparently arrive at Earth. So yeah. that's they stole. Oh, that's how they met the heroes because the heroes hate rich people. So yeah. they aborted the rich person's ship, which Billy stole. Yeah. And they're like, we're here to f you rich people up, and everyone's like, we're poor. What's up? Uh, <laughs> I like how uh, Legion fixes the ship when it crash lands because of uh, fear. He's just like, your, sh your ship's fixed. Get on with your mission now. 
yeah. he's like, please go kill the creator now. Thank you. Like, essentially, when uh, Billy tells him what happened, and Legion's like, oh. My bad. Never mind. Boop. Yeah. Essentially, really, he gives him like a my bad, it just bounces. I really enjoy that Billy, uh, also, when they're discussing the slip, he's like, can we just skip to the part where we just go through it? We're just going to do it. I, <laughs> I don't, don't care. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. don't care. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of good balance continued of humor and and the serious stuff. Um, I also really like the section where Billy challenges the uh, the leader on the afterlife planet, and he uh, he says, you know, the the reason you want to do all this, the reason you want to bring people to happiness, is you want to make them feel good. And once you do something that makes them feel good, they become dependent on you, and you know that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know that's how you feel. And then he's got this one moment where what he specifically says, uh, really, it's just a, all of this is just a tool of control. And you got one person who's holding up like the chair for him and everything. And he says something in an alien language, but it translates to you said it, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's another there's another translation when he's when they're in space, with, when he's in space with Molly. Uh, and he's like, you know, just like that. And it, it, the, the, it says snap. And then with an asterisk, but, you know, not really because space. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I also like that Molly tells them because this guy is kind of like a, uh, he has like a Hawkman thing going with reincarnation. Oh, uh, right. the wizard that they're fighting. Oh, yeah. what? And it's like, uh, she stops Tyran from killing him and she's like, look, 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 if you kill him, it's just going to start again. But what if we just imprison him? And he's like, mm, that's a pretty decent that's, idea. That pr- sounds pretty stupid, but it's bold. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought he's about like- capturing him before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, when he's about, to, he's about to do the swing and he's just like, we'll see you next time. Yeah, even just, though he's like, sounds like a boring plan, but if it works, okay. And again, like this, this it has fantasy elements, but like this dude's a straight up wizard with an yeah. orb. And I'm like, again, this universe has Santa Claus and wizards. I, and we I haven't, have seen, we haven't seen magic. We haven't no. seen magic in this universe yet. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, man, yeah, it makes me Again, it makes me curious. Like, it's not like I ever want like a prequel book. But I'm just curious. Like, what what was the event that allowed Santa Claus and Wizards to both exist? That's it's, it's so it, it's such a purely comics thing. Yeah, movies can't get away with having both science fiction and magic most of the time. You have to have no, either one or the other. They're generally also based on something, not original. Right. Yeah. And, and so you have so 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 a lot of a lot of other mediums have to have, either have one or the other because audiences have to have one by but comics yeah. aren't like that comics can be like yeah magic and sci-fi same universe whatever that's, and that's the thing that comics. that's the thing that the marvel cinematic universe is getting is getting over uh is the yeah. idea that magic and and is telling that that's audience that it is possible to have both and i always really like it um because it's such it opens up so many different possibilities of just Here's magic, but also we're in this crazy sci-fi world. Uh, I, I, I 100% agree. I like that when they first tried to do magic with Thor, they said, it's basically science that you don't understand, which is yeah. true. But then they get to Doctor Strange, and it's like, you know what, just F all that. It is crazy dark dimension stuff we do not understand. And I'm just like, cool, thank you, because you don't have to explain everything. It doesn't have right. to be explained. Right. Because right. now you can just do Doctor Doom and be like, oh, he knows both? Cool. I'm not confused by it. Not to mention that this is also a world in wasted space where we had some kind of giant kaiju cosmic war. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What There's only that? three wars that have ever mattered. I'm like, what are the three wars? <laughs> Godzilla war, please. Yeah. Um, okay. I think, Do we have... I think my fundamental favorite thing about this is that while Billy makes progress and he starts to recognize the problems with himself, there is never a, a switch flip for yeah. the character. Because it, it does... <clears throat> uh, 
character growth and something that doesn't happen overnight. Right. Like it is happening, like however long this is taking months or years of their life. Like right. it is not something that happens issue to issue. It's going to take the entire book, right. which is great yeah. because sometimes there are books that are like, oh, the switch is that pretty quick. And you're like, I don't buy Cause, it. Because none of this going forward means that Billy's not going to have disputes with dust and molly again yeah. over like things he's saying or things he wants or whatever it's gonna happen again yeah it's yeah. not something where he just suddenly becomes i'm altruistic and i understand how bad i've been and where i've got to be yeah. he's like i'm sorry but we've seen him say i'm sorry to dust before and still make mistakes is yeah. there something worse than dropping a nuke potentially on all your friends right that's what they like how much worse could he get? Like, I don't know if we've seen the worst that he could get yet. I'm curious. Like, how long does, like, is it going to do something emotionally I mean, destructive? Well, so, so, I mean, think about it. Like, I, I, that's really bad. But, like, think about from their perspective what Billy's done to them is that he did that. But then he also immediately, they said, maybe we should take a break. No, let's go to Quillicon. It won't be a big deal. Three months later through uh, hardship. That was really hard on them. Okay, now we got to go through the slip. And we know that. Let's go right now. And they don't get a say. Yeah. That's the whole thing is that they're like, he's not even listening to yeah. us. We're not part of a team. I think it's it's all us following Billy's yeah. crusade. Like the part it wears on them because it feels like he doesn't care. Like the part when they're, they're what, um, Molly, Rex, and Dust are and they're in that meeting before they go attack Zebulon, which, by the way, bitchin' villain name, Zebulon. And, uh, um, oh, frick, what was I supposed to You were talking no, about. And like, and Sarah's like, hey, what do you guys think? And they're all like, wait. You want to know our opinion? And they're like, yeah, that we're a team. That's what we do. We ask each other's yeah. opinion on the plan. And all three of them are like, we've never done this before. What do we do? Right, yeah, exactly. People want our opinion. What? Yeah. Because the whole time, Billy's like, this is what we're doing, and no one else has a say in it. Ben, I just want to point out the ticker at the bottom. Oh, uh, uh, squeeze. Never forget. <laughs> Hashtag RIP squeeze. That was seriously like, but, I know it's supposed to be like, no, it's a, it has to be a comedy moment, right? Because like I was laughing when when he has tears in his eyes, like this this will not stand, and like it's it's got to be a squeeze. Yeah, it, I mean it's meant to be like it's, it's for the characters it's sincere, but for you because of yeah. how you got there, it's comedy. That's like that's straight uh, up like not to compare them, but like it's the closest comparison, like a Guardians of the Galaxy. Because like yeah, because like, like if like, they did if they did the work, you could care about squeeze. Yes. Uh, but okay. they did, you know, they're just throwing you into it, yeah. and, uh, and I don't, that's the I don't, comedy of I it. almost don't want to know more, because I really... No, just, I don't it's, either. It's, it's better as a comedic piece. It's just so, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Hashtag justice for Squee. Justice for Squee. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's another, what you just brought up, Ben, is another reason why I would say, like, those guys aren't bad guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be another shoe drop or anything. I think they are just good people. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else you guys wanted to add? No, this is a great book. I I cannot wait for it to actually start and support it as it's coming out. Yeah, That's really cool. me too. Uh, yeah, I'm sad guys, it's over. What do you guys think the creator's intent was for making Molly go through that? The slip? Yeah, uh, mm. what he did in the slip. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think about what the creator gained from that. because Remind me exactly what he said. Like to, to put in her head, like like what the what the, because I I'm, I don't really remember to be honest. Yeah, I gotta pull it up. Yeah, let's pull it up because I'm sure it's trying to implant some doubt in her head about either Billy or their mission or whatever. But I don't remember the exact context of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because you think about it and like what he shows, uh, what he shows them is, what he shows her is her supporting Billy over and over again. Yes. Oh, and maybe how she's gonna end up dying, possibly. Right. But the thing is, uh, it. Like, even in doing so, 
what it drives her to do is ultimately to end up on this quest with the others, which in a roundabout way solidifies her feelings as herself. It yes. turns out to be more of a positive. I think, I think he messed up in that way. Yeah. I think he was trying to put doubt in her head. Like, listen, you do this billions of times and you always end up dying trying to help your friend. And I think for her, that's like, oh, that does cement the fact that I am a good person. And of course I would help him. That That is the only choice I'd ever make. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's I think it's just a backfire on his part. Uh, let me show that's you funny. what you offer the galaxy since you won't use your power to better serve me like you're supposed to, let's use it to serve yourself. Let's see what you are capable of. Okay. Which then, I guess in a way that kind of works. I just don't know what the creator gains from doing it. I just think he's, I think he thinks he's going to get in her head and it just, it didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. Um, yeah, or at least, well, it did, but like not in the way he wanted, yeah. I think. Like it, it just, it makes her, it makes her double down on her beliefs basically. Right. I think. So that's that's the end of Lisa's space for now. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely want to return to it when the volumes pick up, pick back up again. Stay tuned yeah, that for last, our... that last issue came out March eighteenth this year. That was yeah. right, like before, right like, before like, they like, shut everything down. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, so stay tuned to to our talk with Michael Moretti about the book uh, next time, next episode, and eventually uh, we'll return to this series. Yeah, at um, some date. But until then, we got to pick a new series, guys. Uh, before that, I was just going to say, I was just going to plug because I found out about it. Um, I highly recommend picking up the comic. I think that the art is incredible <gasps> and you really oh, should. Oh, baby, I'm definitely getting this. There is a, a graphic audio adventure of Wasted Space Volume 1 out. Whoa, I didn't know. Yeah, uh, which you can listen to. It has runtime about four hours. Uh, realistically, what you could do is if you had the volume, you also wanted this audio, you could have this audio that would go with the book. Um, Oops, sorry. Didn't mean to do that right now. <laughs> so this is uh, this is put out by Graphic Audio. Uh, a and movie Vol and in Vol your Comics. mind. Uh, yeah, it's designed to be a movie in your mind. It has a full cast and everything. Um, so something for people to consider if they want to check out. That is, is it just volume one? It's just volume one at this moment, okay. yeah. That is uh, hella dope. Um, all right. So it's time to pick a new book for what our next series is going to be. Um, so we have each picked two. Um, so I'm going to pop up right now what our wheel is. There it is. Uh, I'm, I already plugged in my two. I picked uh, Kyle Higgins' Power Rangers from Boom Studios and Descender from Jeff Lemire and Dustin Wynn. Mm, I read both those books. I love it. Um, okay. So what? Uh, who wants to who wants to put their picks on first? I got it. Got it. Go for so it. So I'm picking a Copperhead by Jay Farber, uh, Scott Godlewinski, Ron Liney, Thomas Maurer, Sasha Heed, and Vincent Kuoka. It is a space western about a lady space sheriff, and it's awesome. I only read volume one. Um, both of my both of my books are only four volumes. Okay. Uh, first one. <clears throat> Second one is Zero by Alice Cott and uh, like a dozen other artists because every issue has a different art style. Awesome. All right. Uh, the first book I want to pick is one of my favorite series of all time. I absolutely adore this book. I also adore the movie, but I want to revisit the book series because it's been a while since I read it. And it is Scott Pilgrim by Brian Lee O'Malley. Okay. Yeah, so, of course, all six uh, books for Scott Pilgrim. And my second is Star Wars Infinities. The, <laughs> all, the, every, all, of all the movies. Like, uh, 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 whatchamacallit? Uh, 
New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, where they take a, it's like a alternate universe of what happened if the one major event changed. We've talked Brandon, about it. We've talked about it before, but never. So what I did, I did as a book club before we all read them. I read it. So we, so this has been about three years now, and I think it'd be good to revisit it. Yeah. Uh, Sparks. Um, I'm picking the Pride, which is a comicsology original. Okay. Um, written by Joe Glass with art by a ton of artists. Um, and the other one I'm picking is Savage Highway uh, by Gu uh, Giles Thomas. Savage Highway. Okay. Yep. I'm going to shuffle these and take it for a spin. Comic books. Here we go. What's going to land on right round, baby. It's going to be The Pride by the, the guy pride. you said. The Pride. And this is a book none of us have read, right? Look. Correct. Sweet. <laughs> Look at that. Cool. Good, All right. Good. The Pride. All right, guys. So next time, uh, stay tuned for when we talk about the first volume of The Pride. Until then, uh, until then, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Fake Nerd Podcast. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Ben? I'm you? at Ben Magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter. Sparks? Uh, you can find me now uh, starting to read The Pride at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z Witty. Ryan? I am nothing! Just kidding. I am at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. I might be streaming on some YouTube or Twitch later. DJ Tony Snark 616. Thanks. And uh, you can find us on fakenerdpodcast.com for all of our stuff and all of our links to everywhere we are. Don't forget to like this video. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Uh, you can find our audio feed on wherever you listen to podcasts, Fakener Podcast, where we're going to be talking about The Old Guard. This coming week, we just finished talking about all of the DC animated movie universe films. That was a lot of fun. Check those out now. Um, until next time, guys, stay fake nerds. Get wasted.